here. Yo, I used to tap dance all around a nigga jaw. Dewan's flare, but I ain't chic in the figure four. Two little niggas holding, going, sticking liquor stores. Eeny, meeny, miny, mo, motherfucker, pick a door. We come gun and don't grab it like Cheo son and we hold the cops, pull us over, we laugh and rip the summons. Cruise on boats, stuff our hundreds in the gold vase. Found right beside Tut, in between both legs. Coca Royal cigars while I'm buzzing off a dope play. Flying in a Swiss Alps, bulletproof North Face chefs that do jiu-jitsu. Wu-Tang ritual, bricks being broken on a scale, being shipped, shipped to you. Harry Chess, BG music. You can sniff it too. Scattered and fat nosed Larry, they, they can, can sniff Peru. Designer shit. Good morning. Ooh, good afternoon. Good evening. And I'm not that innocent. Why do you keep, since you signed on here about five minutes ago, uh-huh. you keep repeating the Britney Spears, I'm not that innocent. What, what exactly? Free Britney. Free Britney. There's a thing going on. It's called Free Britney. Okay. Um, I did a, I DJed a, I'm, at, I'm out here in Denver, Colorado. And there's a, fe- a comedy festival going on called High Plains Festival. It's ran by um, this guy, Adam, Caton Holland, this woman, Karen, a couple of people. It's just a big comedy scene out here in Denver. And, I, and, I, and I'm on the festival and I DJed the after party last night. Okay. And put it this way. That was one of the biggest songs of the night. I'm that not- was one of the biggest. I'm you know not, what type of people are out here. That one of the biggest things was, I'm not that innocent. Yeah, da, da, yeah, da, yeah, da, 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 da. <laughs> I'm out of Baba. It's killing me. Hey, Billy June just called me on my cell phone. Okay. That's, I'm podcast. sorry to hear that. Yeah. Yeah. I have to make an announcement. Uh, Wednesday, tomorrow. If this drops on Tuesday, if you're listening to it the day it comes out, drops on Tuesday. Wednesday, we're making an announcement. I have a big show, a new comedy show coming up. It's a very special show. It's called Adulting. And it's me, Billy June, and this woman named Donna. Very funny, uh, very organized person. Uh, but it's a dope show, and I'm going to want you guys to check it out. So I'm just warning you early. We're going to be announcing that tomorrow per Billy June. Well, what do you mean it's you, Billy June, and Donna? You mean putting it we're, together? We're producing it. Yeah, we're producing it. So it's not about a sh- it's not a show that's about you performing. Like maybe you would perform, but it's a show you're producing. Yeah, I'm also performing. I'm hosting it probably. But it's a... Uh... I'm trying to create a comedy show that actually gets press, actually gets it's Instagrammable. It's about I want everything about it to be about getting posted and Instagram and all that. Oh, stuff. God, that's the, that's going to be the whole theme of the show. No, 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 not the whole theme. It's just a show that I'm focusing on that part. Why? Why is partners? Why is this show going to be good for that? Um, we're doing it at the stand. The stand is a beautiful club. Um, it's uh, it's some um, it's comedy, but then there's also going to be like some like I I, I want I don't we keep saying advice, but it's like comedy. You know, it's like Q and A. You can ask questions. There's some like Donna is really big into like tarot cards and all Uh-oh. this stuff. Like, yeah, it's fun. 
Um, okay, so that's when most comedy shows say put your phones away. We're gonna say, hey, keep your phones out. Record this. Let's show it. All. Let's show it to the world. I gotta tell you, I, I haven't gone to a comedy show in a while, but yeah. I am so done with put your phones away. I I get it. I understand the oh, no, com- comedy. You have to. I I under- to. I I I feel like it's not feel like it's not being a. You're not adapting to what's going on in the world. No, but you can because you. It's not like a song. Like comedy has to be a surprise. You can't see it before you go see it. But how many people are realistically it's like a magic trick? It's like a magic trick. Yeah, but you think? I just think it's very. How many when one when when some random yo yo in the crowd is filming? Yeah. What's going to happen if so? If the joke is really funny, it's going to go viral, and everyone's going to know the joke. You're gonna ruin it. Yeah, listen, this is not for me. It's for it's Tracy for Dave Morgan, Chappelle. Dave right. Chappelle, Chris Rock that are working on twenty million dollar Netflix specials. You think they want you fucking it up? Can I tell you the truth? A joke is worth a million dollars in that scenario. I think this is you're not gonna agree with me. It's okay. It's okay to disagree. I think okay. even in that case, they're being incredibly self important. Like, I don't think the joke's going to spread, even if it's a great joke. I think a random, who's going to see the clip that that Jane Doe posts on her Instagram page? Things have blown up like that. But usually only if it's something super offensive. That's the main concern. No, that's how it is now. That's also the concern, yes. That's also. But sometimes you're saying jokes blow up? Yeah, Russell Peters' whole career started because, well, it's a little different, but like, Russell Peters got a joke on like an Asian Facebook thing or something, and then that's how he blew up. And he's a worldwide superstar now. But also, there's another thing about paying attention to when your phone is out. Agreed with that for sure. Because you you point it, you point it, and then you and then you're you're tagging it or posting it right after you shoot it. So now you're not even paying attention to the show. Then everyone knows is once you post something, you scroll, you you scroll through ten or fifteen things on your timeline. God, I hate it so much, Saif. Uh, this you week, know? this week, oh, it's crazy. This week, I had a moment, and and also, by the way, shout out to all our Patreon people. We love all of you so much, and all of you non-Patreon people. One day, we hope to see you on Patreon. But the Patreon people, ah, uh, beautiful people, love you all. Um. This week, for some reason, I don't know, nothing happened in particular. I didn't have, like, some bad experience. I didn't have some, like, oh, my God, I'm jealous. Oh, my God, I'm angry. I didn't have anything like that. I just had one of those weeks where I was scrolling, and I was like, what the fuck am I looking at? Yeah. What is this Uh, shit? A hundred percent. Like, listen, I I don't use TikTok. It's not a good place for me to be. But when I open it, at least it's literally all tits. It's just like <laughs> it. It's like this is what it's you want. We know it's you. They know. They know no, me. Sight. No sight. And it's, and and TikTok more than any other place we've ever seen. You and I haven't discussed this. It's not just tits. It's gigantic tits. Like yeah. we will give you the the. We know what you want. Here it is. Boom. But you know, some people don't get that because they're not disgusting heathens. It because knows. It knows you specifically, so it knows Sife is not. Yeah, does Sife like a big ass now and again? 
Of course. You know, it? it shows me that too. Exactly. It but knows. This guy is a, is a breast man. It will show him lots of breasts. No, no. So, so number one, do you want to know how TikTok is a horrible, I, I think, I'm not even kidding. I think TikTok is a horrible medium. I do not, not in terms of um, the, the content. I'm sure there's great content that, that is, although I don't really see it. I'm sure it exists. But what I'm saying in terms of the way it fucks with your brain and how it's yeah. being done, it's maybe Bro. the most blatantly evil one we've ever seen. Yeah. Like, yo, you know what TikTok thinks of me? And, and by the way, I need to own this. This is a real reflection of myself. These days, if I go on, I go on, I went on a couple times last week, then I won't look at it for a few weeks, then I'll go back on, look at it. Tits, and then an occasional fight. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Could you be a more basic savage? <laughs> yeah. Could you be? I am a piece you, of garbage. Like, I, I I started using it because you can grow a lot faster, blah, blah, blah. A lot of comedian friends of mine are now on tour headlining because they took they started catering to their TikTok, right? Right, right. Now, I, so I got it to learn how to use it so I can start posting my, my crowd work and my stand-up. And it it literally hooked me. And here's the thing about TikTok. Like, you look at Instagram, right? I've been studying this. You look at Instagram. You got your post. You got a picture or a video that catches your attention, whatever it is. And then you start scrolling. And then there's a white section where the writing is, whatever the person posted. TikTok the gets hashtags, rid of that. The comment. So, so your brain gets a, a half a second of a break. And that white section might snap you out of it and you might turn off the app. TikTok has no white space. Full screen video. Mm. You start scrolling and you're already seeing the next video when you're halfway scrolled past. Other, There's no break. There's no like little rest stop. You know what I mean? Like it goes forever and ever and ever. And, and. And then it top, on top of that, it knows you. So it's feeding you things. Yo, it's an evil Because it's app. not about it's not about following, right? I don't follow like anyone. They, they I follow some people, but I barely ever go on the following screen. I'm I'm following people to support them, right? So Instagram shows you everyone you follow, where TikTok is No, no, FYP they're telling should, you. They're telling you what they want you to see. Bro, and then they know like they one girl puts up. There's like a yes, he breasts titties for some reason. D- bad dates is something that my algorithm says I love, and I want to say no, I don't. But, but I watch do. every story about a girl's like, oh my god, I went on a first date last night, and this guy, you know, like he was talking to me so much on the app, but when we got in person, he didn't say a word, you know. And it's like, why am I watching this? And then, and then it'll be some girl doing one of those trends where it's bouncing her titties and then it'll be this white have you seen this white girl that like remakes hip-hop beats oh i sent you remember no, i sent you the clip yeah you sent us the wu-tang one this little white girl has like a little tiny um keyboard what's a what's the company that makes mpc um akai akai she has this little tiny akai keyboard and she'll start she has the drums to new york state of mind and then she has the sample where the drums come from in the in the the sticker and then it loops again and she's dropping the sound effect beep 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 
sample from uh, Donald Byrd. Da, 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 da. And it's like, doom, 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 sample from Joe Chambers. And she remakes the beat. And I'm like, this shit is fire. I mean, it's, 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 yeah, it's a really easy, appealing way to watch a video. It's like you're just seeing a beat that you already know replayed on a keyboard. Like, re- replayed very well. Because I don't like when people can just play the notes. Like, it's... Yeah, no, it's replayed well. I saw it, yeah. This, I just, I recommend, let me just tell you, anyone listening right now, and I, I'm, I'm guessing with the age range of people who listen to One App, a lot of y'all have never been on TikTok. You're among right. the people who have... Just don't. It's just not worth it. Like it's are not you, a place to be. Oh, what are you saying? And, and don't follow let, me follow and, me on TikTok. What are you talking about? And Get don't. And if you have daughters, if you have teenage no daughters, no way to stop them. I'll find. We've, we've we've lost. We're it's oh we've lost. Parenting is done. It's completely different. There's no way you can stop them. You think you could block it on their phone? They're gonna look are on your their kids. Are phone. your kids obsessed with screens? Also, yes, bro. Screens. I hate it, but also you're on it too. But, so what can you even but say? My son is wilding. He's screaming, crying, or won't eat, or whatever. And it's like, yo, I'll let you watch your iPad if you shut the fuck up. <laughs> and and it works. Does it? I don't need a babysitter. I can leave them for them by themselves for three hours and be fine. Yo, it's it's uh, and you're That's right. Crazy. It's it's an uphill battle. You really can't win. It's just about like, I guess it's about each kid's going to be different about what they get into. I will say this though, on the flip side of the coin, and I'm not. I, I really do not think I'm saying this out of ignorance. I'm saying it based on like real information as the uncle that I have dug around and kind of like gathered. My niece and nephew who are 13, who are on all the social platforms, yo, they're also way more innocent than I was at 13. It's very weird. Mm. They're not like... Why? Because they're not outside? I wonder if it's because even though they're all on social... And remember, their algorithm's not going to be as crazy on those things as ours are. I guess. I'd hope. Yeah, their algorithm. Yeah, everybody thinks everybody thinks TikTok is like a bunch of kids dancing. I never see that on my TikTok. Right, exactly. But that's because, but that's what they see probably. Hopefully, right. listen. If you trust the Chinese hackers who are making TikTok's no. Chinese, right? Yeah. If you're take, trusting whoever the lunatics in charge at TikTok are to send appropriate information to children, but I'll just tell <laughs> you, they they my niece and nephew. The way that they talk about the opposite sex, the way they talk about drugs and alcohol, they, they're they like, I'm like, y'all aren't seeing what I was seeing at 13. Yeah, right. At 13, it was already loose out here. Because we think, oh, the kids have all the porn on their phone. But like, what, what do they Maybe know we're the, the only the ones. Maybe we're the only ones that that's the only purpose we have for our phone. Yeah. Because we spent our uh, early years being so repressed so desperate to find a playboy that now that there's a <laughs> now that now that there's a phone we just consider this a porno box <laughs> yeah i don't know man and then like you know what's funny here's another thing my tiktok is was in the beginning mostly white right mostly like a lot of white shit coming through mm-hmm. then i signed up for for then i started using my reels on instagram and my Instagram is all black and Latino. Hmm. 
And it's because I already had established following on Instagram, which is more urban, quote unquote. Mm -hmm. And like from my radio days and my hip hop days. And so now on on Instagram, I'm like, hey, this radio personality and DJ that I liked. Is doing comedy, guys. It's doing comedy now. Did you guys know Cypher Sounds does comedy? And like, but then, so all these people comment, like, view my shit. So then when I go on reels, it's all black. Mm. It's all black. And then on my TikTok, it's all white. So I, it's going to sound horrible, but I've been trying to keep my TikTok white on some like research experiment of like these two different worlds and which ones will fans pop from and all this shit. But now I'm noticing my TikTok is getting bigger every day. It grows a couple of hundred, I mean, maybe, maybe a thousand. Are you growing? Like, you hot, you hot like that out here. It starts. I started the weekend with 15,000 today. I just look at 16.6. It's live TV. Oh, hold on. I just opened TikTok. Oh, there's an ad already. <laughs> the ad is always first. Oh, wait, there's, a woman with large breasts coughing. <laughs> Two women. An ad. A woman with very large breasts okay. in a hotel room. Mm-hmm. Another woman with, who was a bad dancer but has large breasts. Oh, this woman. You, know, uh, you know what's up with those women, right? Hmm. They're not that innocent. All right. How would I find, let me type in Cypher Sounds? See what yours looks like. Mine looks pause. Uh, I do have a couple of uh, hip hop things I want to talk about today. By the way, oh, I'm already following you. Oh, well, I wouldn't well, know because you never pop up on anything. No, nah, I'm not what you want. It knows. I'm not, I, thank you for the support, but I'm not what you want. Here we go. Also, look if you're not, look, the, if you're you not on mask on. Are you scared of us or are you this, protecting us? No, that one sucks. That one sucks. Yeah, but you know the Delta strain. If you are a family member, grew up in Bushwick, Tiana. and you're Puerto Rican, and you didn't pronounce Hold on. I'll show you which one this, Graham Avenue, then you're not you're not really Puerto Rican or from Bushwick. Sorry. A lot of scary situations happening in that neighborhood. Go to, go to the dad bods are the okay. best okay. in bed. What are y'all talking about? When you're chubby, every chubby guy has to pretend they want to switch positions at one point during yeah. sex, but it's really just to catch their breasts. Yeah. We should switch yeah. on the other side. <laughs> you know, I like it this way. I gotta, <laughs> sometimes in the middle of sex, I got to put my CPAP machine on. It's fucked up, man. I got to fucking get oxygen. Yeah, Who's, who, who are you on stage with there? That's Will Sylvans and Raynon Hirschberg. Renan Hirschberg. I want to get out of here. Hold on, I just want to leave. There was already more tits being thrown at me. I just want to leave. <laughs> oh my lord! Wait, take one more before you go. Take one more. I'm gone already. I'm already gone. Your TikTok is what you make it, bro. You could get TikTok nah, if you don't have it. You could get TikTok, and if you like rap battles, you search rap battles a couple times, and you'll just see all the rap battles. Or you like, I like life hacks. I like turning a paper bag into a fucking carnation. Uh, that'll pop up. No, too. I need that. That is important, actually. You're right. Um, Sife, did you watch? Speaking anyway, of battles, did you anyway, watch? What? Wait what, a minute. What? Anyway, follow what? me, please. I got a lot of dates coming up in October. Appreciate all the WANAP fans I'm running into on the road. I'll see you soon. Oh, a shout out to um the guy Camacho that owns that video. Um the video, you know, the the transfer server where you can send him tapes and he'll oh, yeah, digitize yeah. your video. The guy who wanted yeah, to, spoke to him, help you with your porno tapes. A lot. Yeah. 
Yeah, thank you. <laughs> Thanks a lot for your help, Juan Epper. Now, go ahead. What's going on in hip hop? Did you watch Fat Joe Ja Rule? I didn't watch the whole thing, no. You watched any highlights? Yeah. I saw some of it live. Matter of fact, when I turned it on, mm-hmm. like I was at the club, I was at the comedy club, and when I turned it on, oh no, I was in Houston with Mo Ammer. He just shot his Netflix special. Shout to Mo Ammer. Um, right when I turned it on, he was doing. He started doing a uh, Big L, the Enemy, which is the only song I wanted to see if he was gonna do. And he did it. He and did it. And then Ja Rule was like, "What is that shit?" Yeah, I respect that. No you one, fucking ignorant piece of shit. No one even knows what that shit is. Everyone is saying the the internet decided that Ja Rule won the battle. Really, the internet decided that, and I went back the the next day and reviewed it on the radio. And we went when we went through it. We did have it at 10 all because Fat Joe made some just made some mistakes in my opinion. He just uh-huh. he took some rounds for granted. Um and he still could have started the way he did, which was he started very strong. If you didn't watch and you're curious, he's the way Fat Joe started to me, yeah. started with this. He started with that. I want to start with that. Didn't play much of it. And then he went like this. That's what I would have started with. He played it second. I have a a strong feeling on this song, Saif. Why? Beats crazy. This was originally a flex record, right? No, I think Flex had the remix. Oh, got it. The remix was Flex. Flex had the remix with Jadakiss on his album. Okay. So, love the beat. I love how it starts out, y'all want to live my lifestyle. Mm-hmm. But then for whatever reason, because the, the singing follows the beat the way it does, it really turns like operatic. It sounds a lot like a musical. Y'all wanna live my lifestyle You've never done this You've never sung a crack file And if you want you can be Serato And Ross says Let, let's all battle That's that's late night studio Oh this sounds dope You know what I mean yeah, they, they, Studio's no, a weird place man No one Muchos grande Sife do you say that when you see a fat ass yeah, Always but um, I, now that I think about it, I wouldn't have started with that. Yeah, once it goes to the second part of following the beat for the lyrics, it starts to turn into a musical. And that whenever rap, whenever his rap records do it, I'm always like, nah, 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 you can't, you can't just keep following it like that. Um, I know one major issue I'm having now, thinking back, and this probably could have only be. Si- only have been seen in retrospect is it's it, they did it too close to the locks dip set that well that's a that that's tough there, there's like, no doubt right after locks like swiss beats and timbaland uh, i mean this is all an organic alive we're watching we've watched versus literally start from zero to become this powerful entity now and it's like we're literally we've we, there's not a lot of things you get to actually see from the ground level mm-hmm. from scratch turn into something like this but now thinking back i think i would have 
I would have cleansed the palate with an R and B one or mm-hmm. a, you know, I'm saying something different, like an older one, because I don't know if they wanted to recreate that night. And and on paper, yes, that it, it's good. Fat Joe Ja Rule. And I know, you know, we know more inside than normal. Like Fat Joe and Ja Rule and Noriega, they all been tight friends for a long time. You know what I mean? Like Noriega did my improv show once and Ja Rule just pulled up because Nori was there. Like they're tight. Can we talk for a second about what is this? The cover art for Fat Joe's Jealous One Still Envy. Sure. Can you, you're not able to see it on my, on my, can you please Google Fat Joe Jealous One Still Envy? You know, that's Jose. Yeah. How was this decided on? There was something going on in this era. <laughs> There's oh, some 2000, 2000 fashion, bro. Yo, when what is that? And look, it's, but, Saif, but that it's cover, not good. It didn't la- It didn't. It didn't. Um, what's it? What do they say? It didn't uh, age well. It didn't age. Well. Yo, but that how did they settle on that picture? And they're like, yep, that's it. We got it. Keep it moving. <laughs> It looks like it was shot like at a carnival, like in the in the little photo booth. <laughs> it's insane. <laughs> he was making a lot of money then. He probably didn't, wasn't really paying attention. <laughs> he was too busy. He was get, he was finally getting like money, money, money. Yeah, so and there was there was horrible. it's horrible. There was good stuff, um, you know. And in the end, you know, I, I discovered one thing. This is the most important thing I realized in, from the Ja Rule Fat Joe battle. And people call this hating. I call it the truth. I'm not mad at the Ja Rule records. Yeah, Ja Ja's music was never meant for me. Of course, it's fine. I have the ones I appreciate and ones I I don't. And the ones that I'm like, oh yeah, chicks love this. There's no denying that. It's a winner. Ladies love it. No doubt. But here's the one thing I discovered. Yeah. For all the Ja Rule Ashanti records that exist and are huge, Fat Joe's one Ashanti record is actually bigger than all the Ja Rule Ashanti records. Yeah. Isn't is that, that crazy? One, is that what is that the one I saw the, the clip where uh Ja Rule's arguing again? But yeah, but I wrote it. Yes. And that's okay. fine. And that's fine. Yes. But still, this was, this so he one was like here basically claiming it as his as well, right? But this one here, the fucking mic on. Mic is on. When you hear it live, even though it's so cheesy too. Yeah, there's something about the the notes, the chord progression, whatever it is. It, it's appealing to the it, ear. It's appealing to the ear. Like, by the way. And this is the version that actually has Ja Rule on it. They had that on the internet. Because it was. What? It always has Ja Rule. Nah, 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 nah. Yes. Nah. Look, here's yeah. another. Here's the here's the other version. Maybe this is it. Or just the clean version. Always had Ja Rule's voice. You might not have realized. Nah, it switched. They took him off of it and it became no. Armageddon. Yes. Wait, what? Armageddon? Yep. What's here? Yep. That's not Ja Rule. Wow. Listen again. Got to do. Got to do it. 
I never noticed that. My favorite thing about the whole thing is, is that in the ad libs, Fat Joe calls her Ashante. I swear to God, that's not her name. Listen, just Joe cracked the dawn. Uh. Ashante. Oh, that's so incredible to me. So I it, never realized that they took Ja Rule off of that. Yeah, I've been having a real tough crazy when it comes to random shit changing. That's Mandela effect. I don't think that's what that means, but that's Mandela. One of the things I've really been struggling with. By the way, when Fat Joe hit this, I definitely was happy. I realized I on my next project, I want to make one of these. I want to make one of I these. I didn't like. I didn't like when I when they hit it, and then Ja Rule went into his fake acting of being surprised. Oh, <laughs> wait, is that what he did? He acted at the yes. He's like, oh, oh, whoa. Shut the fuck up, man. All right, here's what bothers me, though. Listen. I'm here, I'm here to make, make a dollar out of 15 cents And let my balls hang like I'm on the toilet taking a shit My style's all that With a big bag of chips with the dip Fuck all that sinuous shit I don't know what that means Isn't that intellectual violence And leave your click holier than the Ten Commandments Like Red Man, I'll ship with the ruck If my if was a split, we'd be all fucked up Okay, so it's there So that was there there's a version of this song, and I heard an old Flex mix where Flex was playing it. It doesn't have that line. Like, Red Man, I shift with the rock. It, it, it jumps from that part to... Here you go. It jumps to that. Instead of, like, Red Man, I shift with the rock, it goes to my... And jumps... I don't know why it did that. What's the next line after it? Maybe they wanted to cut something out. I guess they just wanted to shorten it for some reason for the radio, maybe. Maybe. Is yeah. is Keith's verse longer than other people's? I don't remember. Is it? Is it? Uh-oh. It's not that innocent? It's not that <laughs> innocent. Is it bad to point out? I, I'm not saying is it bad to say because it's there's no argument. Okay. Okay. It's because Yom Kippur just passed. And I atoned for my as many of my sins as I could. Mm-hmm. Is it a sin to point out that LL Cool J is responsible for two of the best posse cuts of all time and has by far the worst parts of both songs? What is the second posse cut that you're referring to? Ah. You think he has the worst verses of all of on both? I mean, listen. You don't give you don't give LL like they're, they're both LL verses. You know what I mean? But 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 pro, but listen, this has Keith Murray, one of Keith Murray's strongest appearances. So hard. Would you say this is the Nicki Minaj moment for Keith Murray? By the way, we do have to talk about Nicki Minaj today. Have you started working on your comedy yet about the Nicki Minaj story? 
Oh. Unheard of Vegas. I feel like there's a good bit there, especially with you and your audience. And you know who? That's a great line. Which which line? Blow the spot like Branford Marcellus. Yeah, why is that a dope? Why is that? It is dope. It is a dope line. It sounds. And then this? Y'all commercial niggas better have a coke and a smile. I shot you. Conversate with many men. It's time to begin again. Forgot what I already knew. Yo, this is one of the first times I ever heard. Maybe the first time, Syph, I ever heard a prodigy feature. It was the first time prodigy was separated as like, oh no, you're the rapper. You're the rapper rapper of the crew. You know what I'm saying? His name wasn't hadn't popped up on records yet. Right, right, right. And he sounds as hard as ever. You would hate me if, you, if I told you I don't love this record. No, I get it because the beat. I know why. I know why this beat wouldn't appeal to you. I get it. I get it. But Joe, Prodigy, Joe comes on screaming at you. Listen, like you got in trouble. That's how Fat Joe starts. So he goes, you know, Joe does his Joe thing. You know, Foxy Brown starts out with her Asian slurs that she repeatedly used on records. I d- the only artist ever. <laughs> By the way, Foxy is Foxy is Asian also, right? I don't know. She's not? I don't know. I don't think so. I'm looking for I a pass. Nah, she just had what quote unquote chinky eyes. That's that's not enough. That is not No 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 no. Inga DeCarlo Fung Marshand. Oh, hold on, hold on now. Okay, hold on now. I guarantee, I guarantee the Asian is through the West Indian side. Marshand is of Dougla. She is. I don't, you just said words. Afro Trinidadian, Indo Trinidadian, and Chinese Trinidadian descent. Told you. Told you. So it's not illegitimate. She she had a C word pass apparently. So slur, slur on, <laughs> slur on, Foxy Brown. I guess I that. But by the way, that had to factor in. I have never before or since heard a rapper use that slur, and she used it at least it wasn't a slur back then. No. Oh, it wa- no, no. The way she used it, she wasn't saying it with just the Y on it. Oh. On this song, she says, thug N-words give their something to C-words. No Y. <laughs> so she, that, I, I, that, I have to imagine that's why she was using it. I, although I've never heard anyone else use it since. Very loose. All right, here we go. But anyways, Foxy sounds good on the record. 
and then you tell me what you think. Maybe I'm wrong. What the fuck? I thought I conquered the world, crush Modi, Hammer and Ice T's girls. But still, niggas wanna instigate shit. I battle any nigga in the rap game quick. Name the spot. I make it hot for your bitches, female rappers too. I don't give a fuck, boo. Words. I'm here to crush all my peers. Rhymes of the month in the source for 20 years. Niggas scared. I'm detrimental to your mental state. I use my presidential Rolex to be debate. Niggas fight. Glock cocks your temple gets fucked. MCs that fuck with LL, they gets bucked. That's real. What's up with that? I shot your deal. Light shit. Niggas slip. Now how the bullet feel? New York appeal. In LA, they gang bang. But if you touch a mic, your motherfucking ass hang. That's facts. Niggas don't receive no type of slack. Cause if they do, their ass is always running back. Not this time, but next time, I'ma name names. Ow, ow. Shitting from on top of the game. I shot ya. I shot ya. It's I don't I don't mind it. It's not terrible. No, you're right. It's not terrible. He I it's think the LL verse. You know what it is? It's almost like he uses a different mic and sounds more polished. You know what I'm saying? Like he comes in almost sounding too polished for the record for me. Okay, I see. I see what you're saying there. He doesn't sound the same. They all sound like they were doing this gritty B-side shit, and then when he gets on, it sounds. Very, but is that just my association with LL? Maybe that's just I think, I think of him as being too pretty and clean. And when he tries, when he likes to do those hardcore records, because he always was like, "Yo, let's make some hardcore shit." It was like I didn't which, believe. Which is it. great. Which is which great. Is a mainstream guy who who says get the. Get the gritty guys in here. Get the underground guys. He always gives back in a way. You yes, know what I mean? phenomenal. Um, it could be this is my this would be my educated assumption is that he's in the studio. He has his engineers. It's his sessions, and he has a certain mic setting that he likes. It's the LL mic setting. It's been programmed. When LL gets on the mic, hit these three buttons and the and the all the equipment goes to LL LL's yes. the LL voice settings. Now, some forward thinking by an engineer and an A&R would be like, "Hey, maybe don't use the clean LL mic setting for this song." Yeah, cuz you're going to sound too clean. Because everyone else did their raps. Everyone else did their bars. And then when LL goes in the booth, the engineer just uh, uh, muscle memory goes to the LL setting. So he goes, oh, LL's on. Beep, 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 beep. Like, I remember I used to work in this studio called, um, oh, it, was the, it was the studio from Long Island, but then they had one in the city. I used to love that studio. Anyway, I forgot. But it was Redman and Eric Sermon's studio. And on one of the machines, there was a setting called uh, uh, Dr. F- Do- what was Redman's name? Dr. Funkenstein or Dr. Funk or something. Uh, um, he used to have that voice like, this is Dr. This is Dr. Funk. Maybe Funkenstein. Yeah. No, because Funkenstein is like Parliament. Uh, Redman. Let me look it up. Whatever. Anyway, Redman had that setting. And I was like, oh, is this the Redman? And he goes, yeah, every time Redman does that voice, we just have to push one button and it pops up. This is Dr. Funker. Yeah. <laughs> oh, sorry, what was that? Cookie. <laughs> you know what I never I understood? Dr. Funkenstein. Dr. Funkenstein. It is Dr. Funkenstein. It is Dr. Funkenstein? Oh, okay. I think so. Here's a question, though. What, what does the name Funk Dr. Spot mean? 
Is like, it Spot? Yeah. Or Spock? No, it's Spot. Spot. S-P-O-T. Yeah. See, I always thought it was Funk Dr. Spock. Me too. Dr. Spock was... Unless he thinks Spock's name is Spot. No, but I don't think he's saying... I don't think he's saying Funk Dr. No, I think it's something else, and that's what I don't understand. Okay, look it up. Although, although on Wikipedia, it says his names are Doc, Reggie, mm-hmm. Funk Doc, and Funk Dr. Spock. But I Did thought he always says Funk Dr. Spot. Yeah, I, I don't think he says. I always thought he said Funk Dr. Spot. Well, that's something we're going to have to ask him. So, so, so then here, let's hear if the mic setting thing is also true on this one, because I believe it is. <clears throat> oh, and a theory as to why it might have bought, like at the time, his verses never hit, because I Shot Ya is on the, the B side of what song now? No, no, no. It's on the B side of doing it. But the first single off that album was this. Although, I'm not going to lie, I do like this song. It's a very good song. It's, what are it's, you talking about? But it's... And see, huh. the mic setting is just hand. right for this. Just so you know, though, was that. this is the most hating... This is the most outside dude hating on another man's song of all time. The level of hating that this man is doing. Driving Ooh. around Harlem. LL. Driving around Harlem in his $100,000 car. Just listen. Let's listen. Hold on. Skated off as you strolled off. Looking at them legs. God damn, they look so All right, so he sees the girl now. I got to take you from your man. That's my mission. What? love has really got to handle competition. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> you dirty dog you fucking Hello, you dirty, dirty dog <laughs> yo if his love is real he got to handle competition what part <laughs> of the fucking game is that now i don't know that he's wrong don't know that he's wrong because if you're on your shit you should be good if you're holding yeah, why, it down why is it, but why, why are you LL, the one to test and why is he prowling around harlem where guys can't compete on his level what that guy, that guy's an electrician, man. Leave him alone. Here man. we go. He got he him a nice girl. He man. keeps going. Hold on. Only knew for five months. That's right. Besides, he drink too much and smoke too many blunts. <laughs> Yo. <laughs> Yo, hold on, hold on. You only known you, him five months. Okay, they're know, new. How do you know this? Hey, first of all, why do you know so much about their relationship? <laughs> okay, you've only known him five months. Uh, all right, they may be related to each other. Todd, uh, hi. This is Gary, your business manager. Uh, what is this uh, $28,000 on private detective? <laughs> <laughs> Yo, man. Yo, Gary, man. Chill out. I had to find out what was going on with my lady. Is it your lady? No, no, no. But she's going to be as soon as I get this whack-ass, clown-ass, blunt-smoking, beer-guzzling motherfucker out of the way. Oh, does he, does he smoke blunts, Todd? Entirely too, too many. many blunts. Yeah, too, too many, many blunts. blunts. It makes me sick how many blunts he smokes. I can't have this blunt smoking motherfucker with this fine ass, beautiful legged woman walking around the streets of Harlem like this. Why? Why are you in Harlem? Don't you live in Queens or New Jersey? I go up there to just prowl on bitches. <laughs> Let's see where this goes. Working out every day, thinking about you. Working out every day. Yo, you realize the level of creep 
LL yeah. says, looking at yeah. my own eyes in the rear view. Yo, if you saw this man driving through Harlem in a $100,000 car, head up like this, looking at himself, looking at himself in the rear view. Back, self eye contact. Wish I could lay you on your stomach and caress your back. I would hold you in my arms and ease your fears. I can't believe it. I ain't had a crush in years. Hey, love. See, there, it makes a little more sense there. I can't believe it. I ain't had a crush in years. So maybe it's been so long that he's just going entirely too far. Maybe that's the problem. He's so he used to the last couple years, though. He's just had girlfriends and they all wanted him. And it's oh. been a long time. And so now he's gotten rich. Let's see where it goes. I see you at the bus stop waiting every day. Your man must think it's safe for you to every day. Way. Yo. Every day? Now it's every you're stalking, LL. You are a stalker. I see you at the bus stop waiting every day. So number one, you're you're stalking her every day. And number two, the line after. Your man must think it's safe for you to travel that way. Yo, my man. I, Maybe she's just maybe she's a regular girl. She's comfortable jumping on the bus. It's not a big deal. How would how would a girl feel if a guy comes up to her and be like, "Hey, hey you. Does your man think it's safe for you to travel every day?" I guess not. I guess not anymore. Well, he did until a creep came up and told me it was dangerous for me to be on the bus. <laughs> Yeah, you know why the bus isn't safe, LL? Because of you. You're the reason she's not safe on the bus. What a creep. Don't violate your relationship, so I lay back in the cut with a crush. That's a trip. Wait, you don't want to violate the relationship? Bad news. Too late, LL. You're driving by the bus stop every single day? No, he didn't violate yet. Okay, you're he right. Violate. You're right. He's just creeping. He's creeping. He's just talking. Yeah. He can't stop me from having daydreams. True. Tonguing you down with vanilla ice cream. Kissing on your thighs under moonlight. Searching your body with my tongue, girl, all night. I wonder one day could it be simple dreams could turn into <laughs> reality. Our love would come down so naturally. Yo, now he's planning a whole life. destiny. Put your man, get his hustle long, got your type scared. Break you off a little chump change to do your hair. That seems to be enough to satisfy you. Wow. Break you off some chump change to do your hair. My man is working hard. Regular job. Oh, no, he says hustling, though. Oh, he's hustling. He's a hustler. I think, yeah, I think so he villainizes him. He makes yeah, him a bad yeah, guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's making bad, illegal money. And just, he has plenty, but he just gives you enough to do your hair. Yeah, yeah, he's, he's keeping you trapped. Last week, I saw you at the mall. Oh, what a coincidence. You saw her at the mall? I have a question. Right, excuse me. I'm sorry. Could I stay in here for a few minutes? Why? What's wrong, ma'am? This guy that always watches me at the bus stop is following me in the mall. <laughs> also, what mall? There's no mall in Harlem. Did she take the bus to Jersey? Where is well, she? maybe what she. Wait, I saw. It was Harlem at the Rucker. I saw you with your man. Maybe she lives in Queens. She just was at the Rucker. So this could be many. This could be set one of several malls in Queens. To make a call, I had a vision. It was me on the other end. Wow, telling you come by, and then you walked in. 
I touched you gently with my hands. We talked about travel in the distant lands. I want everyone to know, by the way, this is not a real conversation. He is still making this up in his head like a psychopath. Oh, a dream, yeah. <laughs> madness out here in the world, becoming my wife. Oh, she's your wife now. You let your dress fall down to the floor. I kissed you softly and you yearned for more. Experience pleasure unparalleled. unparalleled into an ocean of love. We both fell swimming in the timeless currents of pure bliss. Wow, fantasies interchanging with each kiss. Undying passion unites our souls. Together we swim until the point of no control. But it's a fantasy, you won't come true. We never no, even spoke. Oh, your man's way love you. So I'm Yo, when you when you when you swim with no control, you're fucking drowning. Are you drowning this chick in he's, the ocean? He's, <laughs> if you were to you're swimming, you're swimming with no control means you're flaring. Fucking you're like, flailing ah! out of control. <laughs> and he's sitting there watching you with his, by the way, he's wearing goggles with the scuba gear. He can breathe. <laughs> and he's just watching you flail around, smiling like, ha, ah, ha, ha. That's what you get for leaving yeah, me. He got... He's watching a flare, but he has a waterproof note. It says, do you like him or do you, do you like, like me? me? Exactly. Answer. She's like, I can't breathe. All these feelings aside. That's right. Keep my dreams alive until the right time. Yo, I, I just keep picturing the lyrics are happening and boys to men are like. They're looking at each other like, yo, what part of the game is that? Did he just say. So I think that might have maybe that shaped some of my feelings and which is the same reason why I probably wasn't, you know, I didn't love his part on 4321 because the first single off 4321 was Oh, that was the first one. Yo, he. What L- year is this? 98? 97? So, that, that song sees. Okay, I don't want to fuck this up, but Lil C's. You know, I used to DJ for Little Kim, right? You you did? I did back in the, ni- in the late 90s. I used wow. to DJ for Little Kim in the late 1900s. Okay. And uh, C's got a hold of that song. I think, I think, I think LL might have wanted Biggie on that song. So they had a tape of it, and they used to make fun of that shit all the time. They, he said that when they went to the studio and LL played it for them, he was like doing like a dance to it. And C's always used to do this. Dance. No, no, are you? Be like, yo, I'm like a phenomenon. <laughs> oh, you know what's funny though? Biggie actually could have done that in the way that he did. Like, I uh, go on and on and on it like that. That version of no, Biggie. That, that, I, I don't like that beat, but I could see how at that time you would think that would be in that Biggie world. But I don't think, I, obviously, Biggie didn't do it. But um, LL has a little bit of the Eminem, which makes sense, actually, because Eminem idolizes LL in many ways. What does he have? A little bit of the Eminem first single just is not it thing. Mm. Eminem's first singles always used to kill me. I would just be like, all right, I'll just ignore it and wait for the next one because this is not I went for me. To a, I went to a studio session once with Jay Brown when he was A&R of Def Jam, when, Jay, when Jay-Z was president, 
And they were like, yo, Sife, we need you to come to the studio. And we need you to lay these scratches down on this LL record. And I was like, oh, shit, that's crazy. And I'm not one of those good record chorus scratchers, but whatever. You'll make it work. I'm going. I'm going. So I go in there. And this is when I really like learned a lot about the industry. I go in there with my records. They set up the whole turntable shit. I think it was like the first version of the CDJ because I was scratching something that wasn't um, on vinyl. On vinyl, so we had to like burn it to a CD, and then I put it in the CDJ, and I was scratching it. And then LL comes in. LL's like, "Oh, that's fire! Oh yeah! Oh you." Yeah, that's fire. That's fire. And he was like, yo, Sype, thank you so much, man. I appreciate that, man. I always fuck with you, man. I love you on the radio. You're doing your thing. Keep doing your thing, play. Oh, you work You work for Jay, right? You hey, Okay, yo, keep doing your thing, man. I love you. This is like, now it's like three in the morning. He leaves. And I go, uh, I go to Jay Brown, like, yo, what, how does this work? Do I like, is there like some paperwork or like, do you have to, do I have to clear anything? And he goes, Oh no, he goes, that song's never making the album. <laughs> he goes, I just had to get you in here to appease LL for some shit. I was like, motherfucker, yo. Wait. You've been in here like seven hours. And, I, and and you wasted seven hours of a studio budget just to appease somebody. Just like, so, just so the artists like, can think the song is getting done. Why was it some hip hop shit? Was it like a hip hop joint? Or was it not it was, good? I remember it not being good. It was not good. And they were like, yeah, no, that song's never making an album. Thanks for coming down. And I was like, I would have played your you know what game. That means? Just you know let what me know. Yeah, exactly. Instead, they the conversation they had was, we need a DJ here to get some scratches on this. Who can afford to give us seven hours? <laughs> and and we don't give a fuck about their time. No, it's not even that. It's like I worked at the label. Right. So we could just say. Just call Siphon here. Get Siphon here. Oh, did you see my? Oh, nah, forget it. Oh, you can't tell us. Uh, no, I, I got this. I got this. I don't want to go off track, but uh, we're we're done with the LL. We've talked about LLs. Uh, I don't know how we got to LL from LL verses, because but, I because I I shot you was on my mind and that yeah. verse that was different. And then I was like, I don't know. And by the way, I do like busting LL's chops. I want to be clear. I think he's one of the. I do think LL is an absolute icon, and I think early LL is. I mean, so incredibly important. And LL's always had joints. I fuck with LL. But he, the thing about LL is he walks this line of he can be so fire and he can also get very cartoony and easy to make yeah. fun of in certain ways. Yeah. But that's what you get thing. when you're good looking. With LL with like every other album, like he makes an album, it's fire. Next album, people hate on it. So he must get so angry. So he makes the next album fire. And then he gets lazy again, and then the next album people hate right. on it. And then the next, but listen, album, he like bounces around. LL can always hit you with something like this. All of a sudden, DJ Scratch. <clears throat> All right. Mm. Mm. What were you about to say? Oh, um, this comedian, Nathan McIntosh, good friend of mine. Good friend. Good friend. He's the guy I was telling you about that always, like, he loves Pusha T, and he hates Drake, and he always, like, talks to me about hip-hop, but he's, like, a lyrics, bars kind of guy. Okay. 
he comes to me one day at the comedy cell. He goes, oh, I was watching this interview by David Banner. And in the middle of it, he shouts you out. And he sent me this, this video. I had to watch the whole fucking, I had to find it. It was like an hour and a half long. But David Banner gave me this dope-ass shout-out, bro. Why? And it's like, he was telling the story of when he moved to New York back in the early days, and he was signed to Penalty Records. And he was like, Nori, Nori was the the running the rap game at the time. We were on the same label. And Nori was one of the only guys that supported Southern hip-hop. You know what I mean? He really fucked with the rappers. Oh, it's Cypher Sounds, too. Cypher Sounds really supported. And I was like, oh, shit, like a random... Like a like a random f- bouquet of flowers. I got my flowers like randomly in that thing. And, like there you go. Someone tagged me. You no, know, I mean it's a small thing, but like I hit him, man, and I was like, "Hey, thank, thanks for the shout out, bro." Because these motherfuckers got amnesia, and he started breaking down all this. You know, David Banner's a smart guy. I mean, man. very smart. I mean, like he you, starts breaking down like, man, it's it's the way we got into this game and this generation and nobody wants to bring other people with them. He started breaking it down. I was, he's like, yo, thank you for calling me to say thank you. Cause that also means a lot. But it was a dope little shout out, man. When did the, when did this whole experience with David Banner happen? Just this week? Yeah. Like two days ago, three days ago. We should get him on the show. We should. We absolutely should. I'm going to hit him. He's a super smart, interesting guy. He can talk about anything with us. Very interesting. Um, so go ahead with Nicki Minaj. What happened with this chick? Did anti-vax. You did, it's not. It, it, the thing is, it wasn't anti-vax so much as it was. She started out by just posting, "Yo, my cousin in Trinidad said his friend." Oh, it was in Trinidad. I was wondering why the the leader of Trinidad was commenting on this. That's exactly why. My oh, my, yeah. my cousin said his friend. Um, which is already bad. Which is already bad. My cousin, hood, which is always how all hood lies start. <laughs> and my my cousin's friend said that um that he got he got the vaccine and then he got swollen testicles and now his wife canceled the marriage the the wedding his fiance canceled the wedding because he's impotent. I said. <laughs> So naturally, people go, what the fuck kind of bullshit ass story is this? And then afterwards, you know, she cleans it up. She tried to clean it up with like, I'm not, you know, you should make whatever choice you want to make. And you should, I'm not saying, you know, like she didn't come out. And straight up say, like, absolutely don't get the vaccine. Right. But what she did, obviously, was use a ridiculous story as to, you know, maybe why you should be hesitant. And what was, where did this tweet come from? It just came out of nowhere. Was it a string of tweets? Like, no, no, it was, it was the beginning of a series of tweets because originating from, she wasn't going to the Met Gala because they required vaccine. Got it. That right. I did hear something with the Met Gala. That's so right. don't so don't forget that part because it's obviously relevant to the story. Right. So that's what start set it off. And then what followed afterwards was a lot of people coming for her and being like, yo, this is fucking ridiculous, right? <clears throat> mm-hmm. 
Most notably that night, Joanne Reed on MSNBC, a very credible, um, smart, you know, clearly left-leaning, she's on MSNBC, black female journalist jumping on TV and being like, I'm a fan of Nicki Minaj, but you got to do better. This is this is not it, basically, right? <laughs> Nikki then jumps out and calls her an Uncle Tom. You know, just like the... So, you're telling me a story which is basic Nikki behavior. The I'm most, not hearing anything new. Yo, by the way, but Saif, honestly, what you're saying right there, that's the, that's the whole thing. It, that's the thing. There's nothing new. It is something. Somebody said something about Nikki, and she lashed out with the first initial like hood response. Are you Uncle Tom? It's the it's the most basic bullshit. Yeah. Like instead of being like, oh, I see what you're saying, but no, let me go on her show. Let right. me go on her show and clarify. No, no, no. It's not possible that you spreading the story of your quote cousin's friend. What? It was just a bad idea. Instead, now you have all these people coming out. Oh, I'm not mad at Nikki. You know, she wasn't trying to. Fam, stop making. Listen, when you, when you have a gazillion followers and you decide to make a statement about something as serious as this, and it's based on, quote, my cousin's friend's swollen testicles. Sounds like something that would literally be. I can't, it's like it's like from an episode of Curved on, on our morning show. Like, it's not even a real. It sounds so clearly fake, right? <clears throat> and then you get so defensive that you start saying horrible things about credible people. <laughs> Yo, this is the same thing as 10 years ago. Exactly. It's all the same. Man, I, I, fucking, I hate. This is going to. Here we go, guys. Here we go. Old one app. One app is old. Go ahead. <laughs> I hate that. I hate Nikki. Like, I don't like having hate in my heart towards anybody. And I know that she has a lot of issues that she might have some insecurity issues, some mental health issues. Like, and mental health is a loose term that people throw around lately. Yeah. But just like, you know, anything to do with the mind is mental health. Like, but she like has like some insecurity issues or whatever it is. I don't know her that much to dig into it. But I, I want to forgive her, but I just I have this this thing in my body towards her. I just I don't like her, and I and I don't like not being like that because there's a reason why I try to give everyone the benefit of the doubt. There's a reason why people act the way they do. No, here, but, here, but here's what back. it is. I can sum it up for you what it is because I do believe that you are a kind, empathetic person, and you don't want to have negative feelings towards her, and it definitely does come from insecurity I 1000% I know that there's no doubt in my mind the thing that I think bothers you maybe is what you just said it's the exact same thing like when are you going to work on these things like you're now have she's you have all the opportunity and and you know a lot of problems with mental health is the cost you're now the cost right right of course you're 40 you're a parent, you have an incredible platform and all these people who follow you, and rather than be like, yo, <clears throat> I got some shit, I gotta, I gotta work on some of this yeah, shit. Let me work on this. You believe 
the sycophant lunatics who you would never want to spend five minutes with in real life because they're psychos. You believe people who are sycophants, who believe they support every word you say, rather than be like, all right, there are people who are obsessed with me because I'm a great rapper and my brand is fire. Rather than just write them off as being like, cool, I'm happy to have them, but they also can't determine my self-worth. I need to work more on myself. You just believe what they say, and anytime she gets challenged by anyone else, it's go fuck yourself. Yeah. I'm going to say the next. Yo, Saif, after that. Have a talk. Can we have a talk? After that, you know, the Trini government comes out. They're like, it's not true. Okay. She's Wait, re- Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. The, the, the Trini government comes out and says, what's not true? They researched was the story. No they researched the story. They said there's no evidence that that Ooh. story exists. Why? What 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 comes across your desk as the prime minister of Trinidad or whatever the leader of Trinidad is called and go, sir, <laughs> something, put that down. Put the, the, the state of affairs of our islands down. Well, how about this? How about we this? We need to deal with this. Well, the reason it's totally reasonable is the question about it made it to Biden. It made it to Boris Johnson. They what? all got asked about this. What? So, that, so then there's a secondary level. Of what is wrong with the world. Oh, that's bullshit. That's bullshit. The why wor- are you asking the president? Yo, why? It's one thing for me on the radio to talk about this. Hip-hop radio. Hip-hop radio station. Yo, Nicki Minaj said some crazy-ish. We're taking that's this. the story. That's it. We're taking this to the leaders of superpowers and other nations alike. Lovely, loving, beautiful nations. That sounded very Trump-like. But no, whether it's Trinidad or England or the United States, the idea that it made it... Now, I guess with Trinidad, it makes more sense. It's a smaller country, and she's a huge, quote-unquote, representative. So I get why it would make more of an impact. But no, it shows how fucked up we are in general that that's even a conversation anyone's having is psychotic. Yeah, that's crazy. So also, I hate the news reporters... They go, I'm going to ask the president of the United States about this. This has to be asked. I know, because you're just trying to get clicks, too, obviously. So they, so they, so the, the Trinidadian government researched, did they find Nicki Minaj's cousin? So how about this? Glad you asked that, Saif. It goes, it goes further. It goes further. After um, some reporters from... Some journalists from, what's the British, The Guardian, I think, they were DMing some people in Nicki Minaj's family to try to find the cousin and get, and get a quote. Nikki, Nikki then goes on Instagram, screenshots it, writes the people's name, and says, bitch, your days are fucking numbered, you dirty hoe. Wait, who? Whose days are numbered? The reporter who's trying to get a quote for the, for, from the Guardian. They're trying to find out if there is, in fact, the story. <laughs> What'd she say? And I quote. <laughs> the woman's name was Charlene something. Charlene uh-huh. something. Bitch, your days are fucking numbered, you dirty wow. hoe. Wow. Because a reporter was doing their job. Because a reporter was doing their job. Nikki did that on her IG story where I think she has 100 million followers. So what do you think happened next? 
That woman got dragged. And, uh, and worse, harassed, called, threatened, had to get security from the Guardian. Wow. Yo. You didn't have security. Nobody's coming for you. Yeah, you're good. But, yo, how could you still be like, yo, it's no big deal. I can say, bitch, your fucking days are numbered with 100 million followers. Your days are numbered. What the fuck? That might, that's a threat. That's a threat. I, 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 if I am suing a thousand percent, I, there's yeah, not even a second a of me. There's not even, yo, the amount of lawyers that I'm talking to who would do take the case just to get the, the notoriety of the yeah, case. The publicity, yeah. I'm talking to everyone. Yo, a person. A lawyer for free. For free, a hundred percent. So I probably didn't do anything today to change your opinion. <laughs> i just sat there i commented on it lightly on the radio and my feeling is with everybody who i've seen sides them i'm just like just let people will see what's out there and i i always hope that people will change and not be the version that you thought that they could be but i watch this play out and i'm like this horrible the i i I don't know I, i i'm bigging myself up too much but the thing is i could help her I could really help her, and I would. Ne- I, I, how do I get in there? DM DM her cousin for me. See if I can <laughs> help her out. <laughs> Yo, Sife, listen to me. Your days are fucking numbered, you <laughs> dirty hoe. All right, we love y'all. Have a great week. Um, wait, 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 wait. No, I gotta wait, go. Wait, wait. I gotta I know go. You gotta go. I gotta say rest in peace to Norm McDonald, man. Oh man, yeah, I know. Bro, I know some people probably don't even know who he is. This guy was one of the most phenomenal comedians, like this, a a brilliant mind. Look up, like, just take some time for me. Do me a favor, man. I don't know. It's too late. He died. But look up all his late night clips. Anytime he was on Letterman or Conan, this guy was a fucking genius in the true sense of the word, man. His comedy was like no other. He has a special on Comedy Central that was one of my favorites ever. He's phenomenal, man. And and this one hurt bad. And rest in peace to Norm McDonald. Yeah, I watched the, uh, I had never heard the moth joke before. <laughs> Have you watched the moth one? I've seen all of them, man. The moth is so funny, bro. He was so good on Late Night. I mean, just so daring. Like, I just respect a comedian who's willing to go out there and have it be as uncomfortable as humanly possible. (laughs) He goes, I got no problem with gay people, but pride? Is it, is it, is pride the thing you want? He goes, I can imagine some guys at the factory. Hey, McCluskey, what's up with your son? Oh, he just got out of Harvard. He's a doctor. Oh, I'm so proud. Hey, hey, buddy, what's up with your son? He just graduated medical school. He's a doctor. Oh, I, I love him. Hey, what about your son? Oh, he sucks dick in a parade. I'm so proud. <laughs> Yo. He, I'm so proud. He is so he was willing to say things that you're just like, oh. <laughs> but you have to listen, you have to think through the whole thing. He yeah. even did it about about cancer, which he eventually died of. His whole thing about cancer yeah. and like why do they make it sound like he I lost know. his battle makes you, you know, a loser? I hate I hate what they say about cancer. He lost his battle. He lost a battle. It makes it seem like, oh, this guy was a loser. He loses. He goes, and then he goes, when you die, the cancer also dies. So it's at least a draw. <laughs> Yo, go, yeah, he he also was obviously hilarious in Billy Madison, dirty work, et cetera. But 
Maybe yeah, my favorite, maybe my favorite um, anchor too on on SNL. Um, his stuff that he did with OJ was just incredible. Um, all right, well, thanks for depressing us on the way out, Saif. But we love you. That's what I do. Um, go. I'm gonna I'm gonna join the Discord this week. Let's Discord. Let's see what people are talking tell about. Tell me when. I'll, tell me when. I'm on there. Oh, let's go check out the Discord on Tuesday. Um, right. We appreciate you guys. We'll catch you next week. Bye.